May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, how is everyone this morning? Good. I'm glad to hear it. If I'm honest with you, I'm uh, better today than I was just a few days ago. And I had one of those moments where the still, small voice of God caught me and then brought me to the place I was hoping to be all along. I tell you, we had a, it was a busy week last week with several communion visits and going to see all of our kids' families on their front porch dressed as a wise man and everything and all the preparations that came in. And I tell you, through what we have all been going through in 2020, I think I ran out in, in this preparation, Advent uh, preparation on, and on that, just the responsibility I was thinking, and, and I, I can't speak for Joe, and we didn't speak about it, but I hit that point to where I was in, just completely exhausted and thinking in my mind, we have had such a hard 10 months as a church and as a world with the pandemic and what we continue to face. And it was just that, that pressure of, we got to make Christmas something extra special this year, something extra inspirational for everybody that comes or, or watches online. And I think just that the, the temptation within that is that you can set yourself up for failure. When you try to actually step into being God and, and then re realizing your only flesh is something I think in different forms or fashion that we all go through. And I had that moment, you know, and Christmas Eve, <laughs> if you were up here at any one of the services, the wind that came off of the river, you just have to see that down tree out there to know it was a wild, chaotic night that ended at the 10 o'clock service with complete power going out and just realizing, you know what? It's not as bad as we really understood Joe's sermon literally as the light that came into the darkness. And as we had no power, just voice and candles to finish our, our Christmas Eve heading into Christmas morning. That was one of the moments. But I remember getting, you know, coming back on Christmas Day, we had a 1030 service and then going home and finally just having that breathe out moment but I felt there was a there was a tension in my heart which we probably all know that it, on one side that there is the we had to do it perfect and just because of this year it had to be that extra inspiration and feeling a little failure if it didn't meet those high expectations we can put on it I had to do everything right everything perfect and how exhausting that that can be and then on the other side you've probably been out there and how chaotic every Christmas can be and maybe even seemingly more this year when maybe that one last stop at the store and you got your blink waiting for that one spot the perfect spot and all of a sudden that little punk pulls in while you've been waiting and, and inside you know normally us that call ourselves Christians might be oh whatever you can have that spot forgiveness I had that literal thing happen and I was like you know inside ready to explode on one hand during this Christmas season I had that what's it all for who cares this year? 
And then on the other hand, I had that letdown of trying to do everything perfect and not meeting my own expectations. Well, on Christmas night, when I was putting Gabe to bed, it was in one of those moments, the small, still voice of God came and gave me a great gift that we will look at as well in the Gospel of John. But Gabriel, when he's just falling asleep after I've reading, rocking him to sleep and I've read him his story. I asked him, and I've just gone through all these emotions and living on both sides of that spectrum. And I asked him, buddy, how was your Christmas? And he, that smile came across his face and he said, it was good. And then I, told, I asked him, well, what was your favorite gift? And he got some things he's, he hasn't stopped playing with. But this little four-year-old, you know, the great theologian he is, he looked up at me and he goes, Jesus, his birthday. That was the best part of Christmas for me. And I t- I, I'm tearing up now thinking about it because in that moment, realizing the craziness and the busyness that, that I often preach about and practice against had hit me and taken me over. But in that moment, from an honest four-year-old's, it's Jesus's birthday. At least understanding in that form at that age, it was in that moment the joy of the Christmas season finally found me. And if you happen to watch what comes on every year in that in the, the Griswolds, the, the Christmas vacation, there's a line in that that I've just been thinking about as a great illustration as we once again look at John chapter 1 to talk about the incarnation. And that, that line is, at the end, whenever the, the, the miscommunication happens and the mailman comes and Griswold thinks that, that Clark thinks it's his Christmas bonus and he opens it up to learn that it's a, the one-year one membership to the Jelly of the Month Club and his cousin Eddie says that famous line, that's the gift that keeps on giving all year. Well, John won. And especially God using Gabriel in my life last night, it's a gift that keeps on giving for us. If you don't know what I mean, this is the fourth time that I, in the last three weeks, that I have preached on this same passage. And it's, of course, we've done different parts, John the Baptist, and then on Christmas Day, it was chapters 1, or verses 1 through 14, but this morning, we are added the last of the prologue in, in verses 14 through 18. And that's where I want to focus this morning. But this has been a great, as I've preached on it and been looking into uh, the, the context of it and all, all of that, Verses 14 through 18 as well were one of those moments, specifically verse 17, which speaks about Moses bringing the law. But through Jesus Christ came grace and truth. It's really on that line, that one verse that I want to focus our sermon time for day for this first Sunday after Christmas and this last Sunday of the year 2020. And my prayer is that we look at these two gifts that keep on giving year year round for us as, as people that walk in the way of the resurrection is that you would see by God's coming. And through his truth and through his grace. And I, if, you, if you enter this moment, this morning, in one of those moments on one of the sides of the spectrum that I mentioned, I'm just glad Christmas is over. 
and I look forward to a 2021, or you had that build up within yourselves. May God's truth and grace fall upon you fresh and anointed this morning. So as we consider verse 14, the famous line from John, the, the work of art that it is, and God came, the word came into the flesh and dwelt among us. The very reason for the season in the incarnation that we all have. And all those questions throughout all the centuries and that even we may still ask today, how do we know truth? How do we know right from wrong? How do we know what is moral and not? What is helpful and what is hurtful? All of the things of God that we have understood through his revelation throughout all of time and all of those things that we can't even fathom with our mind that God is, all of that came down into the form of the baby. And that holy baby, through him coming and dwelling among among us, came both the gifts of truth and grace. Let us first look at truth and what that means. We hear that the law came through Moses, and that being the Ten Commandments and and then all other laws and, and through the prophets, all these ways in which God would reveal and say, these are my perfect commands and these perfect rules. Throughout time, as we have seen throughout biblical history, and we probably know all too well, is that we can take that perfect word and that law and we can twist it to make it benefit ourselves and even to hurt other people. God's rules, God's laws that came through Moses, they were designed to show, to show us a way of life that we would see that we could not indeed keep in our own power. And this, this law that came through Moses was supposed to be a roadmap or a GPS to show us the way to Christ and our dependence upon Christ and, and the very fact why Christ had to come in the first place. If we could all keep that perfect law in our own power, he would never have had to come. But this is part of the truth that we hear. The law came from Moses, but truth and grace came through Jesus Christ. And what is that truth? That we in our own power cannot keep that perfect law in itself. And that is why we need grace. And as we look at grace, as we realize that truth, we have to consider what the exploitation and the twisting of the law does does in our own life, that that is born in our own hearts. And look at the trail of brokenness within ourselves and in the broken relationships around us that twisting the perfect law of God can bring. This is part of the truth, but this is where the grace comes upon us. In verse 16, right before verse 17, we hear that because God coming into the world and dwelling among among us, his blessing in the form of grace upon grace upon grace comes upon us. In that truth and the revelation of who we are and what God had come to do and what God continues to do for us all, we are backed by his grace. What grace means, the definition of it, is undeserved merit or favor or an undeserved gift 
for us all. It's that with, without us even needing it or deserving it, that God stepped into the world, grew up, and died on that cross to beat back sin, death, and brokenness by his resurrection. This is the grace bestowed upon all of us. Now, if you, when you realize more and more God came in truth, in grace, it sets us free. In all of the ways in which God lets us know and not forget that he came and dwells among us in truth and grace, much like Gabe was for me. Christmas night, as I fell in a ball humbug Grinch kind of mood, on one hand being, I just need to get through this and not feeling much of the Christmas joy, which is supposed to be the promised part of the season, part of me was feeling the, I just can't wait to get to 2021 and get back to some form of normal. And then on the other hand, feeling that we've got to do it perfect and even better than we ever have before, setting up an expectation that we were never going to live into. God's truth and grace through a four-year-old and through John 1, met me right in that moment. As you hear it, I hope you have that moment as well. If you're on either side of that spectrum, the bah humbug, Christmas wasn't anything I was expecting it or hoped it would be this year, or if you were trying to be everything for everybody else, setting up a high expectation, trying to keep to a law or an expectation you were never going to do in your own power, may God's grace find you this morning, pick you up from either one of those places and wipe you off and say, you are my beloved child. May the joy of Christmas be restored from you in this continued liturgical days of Christmas for us all. And may you not put that expectation upon you. And if you're in that position of, I just need to get through the days ahead, let that new life and that grace upon grace find you right where you are. And as we head into these last days, as you begin to think about 2021 and New Year's resolutions, may you hear the voice of God, I come in truth. And it reveals to you who you are and who you need, what I came into the world to do, and what I continue to do in your own lives. And as you look at the brokenness around and how God steps into it and resurrects all of it, if you had that fight with that brother at Thanksgiving, that's those words that were exchanged in which you haven't forgiven one another. If that happened with your close family around Christmas dinner this year, may you walk in a new forgiveness, a new hope, and a new light. As the light has definitely come into the darkness for us all. And may you know more and more God's truth and God's grace as it continues to grow you into his likeness. All honor, praise, and glory be to the one who came into the flesh and makes this possible for all of us. A continued Merry Christmas. Amen.